Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Venom Let There Be Carnage Venom 2, the 2021 sequel to the previous film. I'm your host, Matthew, and uh, I'm going to give this a skip rating. Um, it was bad, it was dumb, it was cringeworthy. I regret seeing it. Um, because I pondered for weeks as to trying to arrange a time to go to see this. And I went in thinking I wouldn't like this film, but we've only had one film so far with the first Venom film, and I thought I'll give this a chance. Carnage is here, obviously he was kind of... In the end of the the first one, but obviously it was just Woody Harrelson, and I thought, uh, you know, I like Carnage. I think Carnage is very cool. I think Venom is very cool as well, and I love the Spider-Man universe. I love the Spider-Man villains, and I love Spider-Man, and this is obviously another part of all of that. But I do regret watching this film, and I've heard that from a lot of other people. Um, I saw the two trailers when they came out, and I don't, I didn't like either of them. So I guess it was just, you know, m- mistakes on me, jokes on me. I guess I went to see a film that I didn't think was going to be very good. But hey, you know, so- sometimes, sometimes you can go and see a film that you think is going to be bad, and it might surprise you. It might be better than what you uh, thought it was going to be. But I was wrong. This was. I would say equally as bad and in certain scenes, certain cases, worse than I thought it was going to be. Um, There's a glaring, to, to me anyway, this is just from my own observations from the trailers and from the two films. There is a glaring problem. I mean, there's a few glaring problems with this film. <laughs> but there's one thing that really sticks out to me that I've not really seen many other people talk about. Maybe they have and I just haven't seen those discussions, but... Uh, so this is a like PG-13 rated film. So was the first Venom film. And I remember at the time when I watched the first Venom film. And I didn't like it either. And it was obviously just focused on Venom. And I remember thinking, okay, Venom's quite a violent... But both of these are quite violent characters from their source material. Uh, Carnage is supposed to be worse, but... Uh, they're both quite violent characters, you know, they eat people, they're both pretty violent characters. I remember at the time thinking, okay, Venom can't get away with being a PG-13, and it didn't get away with it. And then when they announced that Carnage was obviously going to be in the sequel, it was going to be called Let There Be Carnage, and I said at the time, well, we kind of knew it was going to be set up anyway, because obviously the, the Carnage cliffhanger with Woody Harrelson, and I remember thinking at the time... Okay, this film needs to be needs to be rated eighteen. It needs to be rated well R or eighteen or whatever you want to call it instead of PG thirteen, because again, you're not going to get away with having Carnage as a PG rated character. Now, if you want to do things a little bit diff- like completely different tonally, and you want to make an actual like kids cartoon, then you can kind of adjust your story a little bit more. But in terms of these like live action films that are trying to trying to uh, like draw this line where because I, I, I feel like I know what Sony's trying to do with these films. What they're trying to do with these films 
is still make Venom and Carnage seem like scary characters. But not not scary as in like bringing kids to this, it will scare the life out of them. Bring them to it because it will sort of like spook them. Or you know, make them make them jump at certain things. There's a few like jump scare type of things in this film. Or, or things that I think kids would maybe get jump scared at but maybe some kids wouldn't. Anyway, it's going for that type of thing. Um, and just like the way that Venom tries to burst out of Eddie and try to talk at certain points, I feel like this film is just absolutely bursting to be a RT, a, a, a rated, um, R-rated or 18-rated film. And Sony's just putting, like, a block on that. But what they're trying to do is please both audiences, both, you know, myself and other adults who want like the more violent more comic book accurate darker versions of these characters so it's doing this really weird thing where it's it, it's attempting a dark tone but it's sort of half-assing it because it's putting like kids types of jokes and like all this like cringy attempts at funny sort of dialogue but it's also cutting down on um just like the 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 way the way that Venom and Venom and Carnage both go about killing people in this film, and there's like no blood basically. Um, there's a as part of a scene involving blood that has Woody Harrelson in it, but that's to do with a, a plot that sets him up to become Carnage. But when like, because all you kind of hear is like crunching sounds. But that just means that, like, contact was made, I suppose, like, you know. And most of the time when, like, Carnage or Venom grab somebody and they go to eat them or rip them apart or stab them, it'll e- they'll either, like, do this weird thing where they sort of throw the their, their victim, like, off screen or off camera. And then you'll hear another crunch sound. There's a lot of crunching sounds in these films. And, and they did the first thing with the first Venom film. Where it was like, or or you'd see this really this this really weird effect where Venom or Carnage will be like holding somebody directly in front of them, like a, again an, another just red shirt victim, and you'll see them kind of open their mouths to go and eat their head, obviously, or like eat them, and it's sort of this really weird effect where you don't see any, even though it's kind of happening on screen, it's sort of like. To keep it PG thirteen and not have the person's head like splat open with blood and stuff, they sort of just almost like um they they make venom again or carnage so big to the point where like their body covers the victim so that you like don't see them get getting eaten because it's almost like they're sort of like they're they're covering the person and then you hear another crunch sound <laughs> and it's like. It, it it looks weird. It just looks really weird the way that they do it. And I'm not saying like, oh, you know, give me all the you know blood and guts and glory and all that sort of stuff. I'm I'm not saying that. It just looks weird the way that they're trying to do this. And it's like you need to just pick a lane. Either either go all out for this like PG thirteen c- comedy stuff, and don't try and do any of the darker stuff. Because like I said, with like some of the kids cartoons, even I've I've seen like a few episodes of some of those shows. And you'll still get kind of like the scary aspect of them. Because they are like supposed to be kind of scary characters. But you can change it somewhat tonally. 
in a family-friendly way like that. But where where, where you've got what I would argue is like the full-on family-friendly version of these characters. And the like ultra-dark, gritty, realistic, violent versions... Sony Sony's trying to do this thing where it's like right in the middle and it just doesn't work. It's a really weird blend of um of uh of tone and it's just so strange. Plus there's just there's so many problems with this film. It's just like characters make weird decisions, characters say really stupid, really cringeworthy stuff and it's all in and kind of an attempt to be funny, but it again, it just doesn't. It's just this. I, I I've never quite. I mean, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if I've seen a film that's got a tonal clash that's like this. And I can't think of one really. Um, because when Marvel's gone for some of their darker stuff, uh, in in the past, like with like with something like um Daredevil or Punisher or Logan or Deadpool, they'll go all out with it. And, you know, when Logan stabs somebody, it will be as gritty as it should be. Or, like, when uh, Punisher shoots somebody or Daredevil, like, smashes someone's head against the wall or, you know, you know, breaks somebody's arm. It will be the way that you think. But that was because, obviously, those fi- those films, you know, Deadpool was given an 18. Logan was given an 18. Um, the uh, Netflix shows, which I'm referencing with Punisher and with Daredevil, they were both on Netflix. So you're allowed to do the kind of 18 rated thing. Um, whereas this, this this is almost like, this is almost like if you tried to do a Disney Plus Venom TV show, um, because obviously like this Disney Plus's limit, what they want to do is kind of PG thirteen. Um, so yeah, which is why for the longest time I've been saying that if Marvel brings back like Daredevil, Punisher, and all that, that they should be series that are on Hulu, so you can do the kind of eighteen rated thing. But um, I just think it's this weird attempt of trying to get, or this unsuccessful attempt to try and get the 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 kids sort of Spider Man audience in, like the young kids that are like that they love Spider Man and everything, and obviously the family friendly side of that, but also the adults like I guess like me, who grew up with the character but are ready for like the more gritty, violent sort of stuff with Venom and, and with Carnage. So yeah, it's a it's a really it's a it's a strange one, definitely. Um, but the film is dumb, it's just, um, yeah, and I, I was, I was thinking to myself, like, if I watch this film and I don't like it, am I just going to be out on the, on these, like, Sony-verse things, because at the moment I've got no interest in Morbius, really, um, and I'll discuss in the spoiler section what they'll do, what they'll be able to do and not be able to do, I suppose, in uh, future Venom films, however, this is going to kind of work, but it just—it's—it's uh, it, it's sort of Sony desperately trying to because they're pulling back and forth on like, no, you have Spider-Man, no, I have Spider-Man, you know, that sort of thing. That they're they're trying to wrestle with Tom Holland Spider-Man because obviously the deal almost fell through for this upcoming third film, and this is almost like Sony trying to like hey you've got the mcu and you've got our spider-man character that we made a deal with so we're gonna try and do our own little thing called the venom verse or whatever this thing is called i think it's got like a longer name but nobody mentions that and this is almost like their attempt to do it um and it's just it's not worked and, and it's 
you know, we're only two films into this thing and it's just not really worked very well. So, yeah, I don't have much more to say really. It was bad. I don't recommend watching it. Um, If you're interested in, like, potential continuation kind of stuff, just look up on YouTube the post credit scene because that is quite important. And I don't want to say too much more than that because it's quite spoilery uh, or spoiler um, heavy and everything. But I I disliked it as mu- about as much as I thought. Um, I think in terms of like bigger picture sort of opinion, like where does this kind of level up towards other things? I think this should be in contention for worst comic book film alongside its first film, alongside films like Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman 84... Um, what else has been really bad for comic book films? Things like Thor The Dark World, um, some of those kinds of films, maybe. Um, I mean, I have, the the other two that people talk about is Catwoman, uh, the the Halle Berry film, which I think is much better than these Venom films. I mean, I haven't seen that film for a long time, so maybe my memory isn't quite... Um, holding up well in terms of that film, but I I remember enjoying Catwoman a lot more than these Venom films. Um, and yeah, it had things that didn't work about it, obviously, but I think it's much better than this Venom film. And the other one that gets mentioned, um, or the other two that kind of get mentioned, is the the singular Fantastic Four reboot that didn't quite go anywhere. I never saw that film. And the other one that gets mentioned is the uh, Ben Affleck uh, Daredevil film, which I've also not seen. So I'm kind of curious to, I don't know when I'll even have time to watch those two films. But um, I want to see, now, now it's just the case of like, I want to see those two films to see how they level up against like, you know, Wonder Woman 84 and and this kind of thing. So, but in, in terms of like recent films, um, well, for, for this year, I suppose, Wonder Woman 84... And this film is is definitely out there. I mean, I mean, I didn't really enjoy the Suicide Squad, but I didn't think it. I didn't think it was like bad on the level of, on this kind of level. There was at least things that I enjoyed in there. I just kind of thought it was it, it was okay. It wasn't great kind of thing. But I, I wouldn't put either of the Suicide Squad films anywhere near anywhere near this thing. Um. Some people obviously didn't like Birds of Prey. I actually really like Birds of Prey. So again, that's just complete opposite end. I'm trying to think of other comic book films people haven't enjoyed. I mean, Eternals got some criticism, but I really loved Eternals. So again, that's on the complete other end of the scale. Um, what was the other DC film that came out this year? So oh yeah, it's just it was just the Suicide Squad and and Wonder Woman '84, wasn't it? So, but um, th- th- this feels like going back to the sort of Spider-Man 3, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 type level of films. Like that that kind of bad. I mean Spider-Man 3's problem was it had like too many villains and too much kind of going on. And obviously the stupid Tobey Maguire dance thing. Which there, there's an attempt at something somewhat similar in this. And uh, I, I cringed at that. Um, I probably cringed about four times in this film. And this film is only an hour and a half. So, yeah, yeah, so anyway, uh, anyway, that's 16 minutes roughly of of spoiler-free talk. I don't have anything else to say. I don't know where I'm going to be at in terms of watching these next films. I've not really got much interest in Morbius. Um, What I sort of want to do going forward is if there's any sort of important scenes, like post-credit scenes, I'll maybe just look those up because I don't want to watch, like, 
another one of these things that just have really dumb decisions and and all that kind of stuff but yeah um there we go that's pretty much everything i've got to talk about for that um i'll do a little spoiler free a spoiler free i'll do a little spoiler section in a minute as well um i mean i'm not going to get like i'm not going to try and break down the plot for 20 minutes or whatever because it's just nonsensical and kind of dumb but uh, i do need to talk about that post credit scene as well and there's some there's some discussion to be had there certainly so um i guess i'll see you for all that in a minute hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, now I'm going to get into the spoiler section of uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage. If you care about this film, you're going to want to click the podcast off. Um, click off the podcast, sorry. If you're listening on the podcast player, press pause or click the player off. Uh, if you're listening on the website, press pause or back or click the homepage. Because uh, I'm going to get into spoilers now. Um, so where do I want to start? I'll leave the post credits thing for for a minute. I want to just I, I want to talk about something um, with related to Carnage. So Woody Harrelson, I can't remember the actual character's name. He dies in the film. And Venom ends up eating the symbiote for Carnage. But then you get the detective's eyes that light up blue or whatever it is. Maybe he's got something going on now. So, um, yeah, if if that's that, that's a massive, massive monumental waste of Carnage. If if he doesn't come back. Now, these are comic book films. We've seen people die and come back before. You know, obviously comic comics 
aren't uh, new to doing those sorts of things, but... Um, I mean, it was a waste of Carnage anyway, because... I mean, I think this is Carnage's first live-action appearance, because he's obviously been in some cartoons and stuff, but and some, some in, the, in the animated stuff, but... Because Venom... Uh, Spider-Man 3 was Venom's first live-action appearance, because we haven't had that many Spider-Man films. We've had... Three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I guess seven. Upcoming, the eighth one. Um, and this is this is sort of like Spider-Man adjacent, adjacent. Sorry, where it sort of it involves that world, but obviously Spider-Man. Well, he is in this film <laughs> at the end, but um, obviously through it through a TV screen, but um. It's it's really disappointing to me because I really like Spider-Man's Rogues Gallery. Like you know, Doc Ock, you've got uh, Green Goblin, you've got Venom. I think all three of them are very cool. I think some of the others, obviously the Sin- Sinister Six members, like Electro, Vulture. I like all those characters, but I really do like the ma- what I consider the main three, which is Green Goblin, Venom, and uh, Doctor Octopus. Um, and Carnage is Carnage is someone I haven't really seen as much of, and I've kind of been waiting for him to be in in a in a film. And this was a really disappointing addition with that. But not only was it just disappointing with what they did with Carnage in this film, you've killed off. Obviously, you can switch his symbiote probably to a different character. Um, but uh, the he died, and then Venom ate the symbiote so i'm I'm not sure how that works like if he can come back or something but i'm also a bit confused by that because if sony's trying to build this like venom verse and you're trying to get like venom carnage you got morbius coming up i think there's a film with a uh, silk in in there obviously they've got to work out what to do with spider-man uh yeah, I, I I don't know. Like, if that's it for Carnage, like, are you not going to have him fight Morbius or meet Morbius? Um. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get that. I don't really, I don't really get that. And plus, in like the in the Morbius trailers, we've seen uh, Michael Keaton's, or we've seen Michael Keaton, not necessarily Vulture, but we've seen him there. So, like, are they not going to like meet up and try and take down Spider Man or something? Um, I don't know. It's, it's just I, I don't know what they're trying to do with this thing. Like, where where, where is the Venom verse going to be in five to ten years? I I have no idea what they're what they're going to do. Um, so anyway, that was the Venom thing. Uh, other spoiler stuff. Uh, I suppose I should just get to the main thing that everyone's um thinking about with this film. Uh, Tom Holland Spider Man being on the news. I think this is supposed to tie into the end of Far From Home where his uh identity gets revealed. Um so Venom's in the MCU now, I guess. So I I just don't I don't understand how this is gonna work. Like you've got a upcoming like is Venom gonna be in a post credit scene for um uh for, for No Way Home? Like how is that gonna work? And like is Spider Man gonna fight Venom? So is he gonna fight? Is can't fight Carnage now because he's apparently dead. But again, they might change that. Do you see how confused I am because of how 
like muddled this all is. It's just yeah, I don't I, I don't like this. I, I I don't like what's happening here. I'm very very excited for the future of the MCU, and obviously I watched the uh, the episodes of for, for Hawkeye today, and I really loved it. Um, but this like because I, I I really care about Spider Man a lot, and. Like, you've got recent comments from Tom Holland being like, okay, if I'm Spider-Man at 30, I'm doing something wrong. I think he's about 25, isn't he? Or, or something like that. Because uh, he's, he's about the same age as me. I'm, I'm 27. Um, I think he's either, like, slightly older than me or slightly younger than me. I can't actually remember. But, like, him kind of signalling that he wants to sort of pass the torch. What does that mean? And, like, what? What does that mean for like the end of Far From Home? Um, some people have some people have been predicting that Spider Man's gonna die in Far From Home, but I don't see that happening. But I don't. Yeah, Spider Man's too much of a cash cow to to do that with, especially at this point where he's he's only had two films, like two solo films. Obviously, he's been in like the Avengers films and Civil War and that kind of thing. But I'm not quite getting the timing of. Tom Holland kind of wants out as Spider-Man. Like, not right now, but in the future. And, because uh, he's just started this new, like, Uncharted thing as well. And they're obviously going to hope to make probably a trilogy out of that. But, like, the Venomverse just got started. We just saw this, like, post-credits thing with Tom Hardy's Venom wanting to go up against Tom Holland's, you know, Tom versus Tom for Spider-Man and Venom. But, like, when is that supposed to connect? And you've also got, like... Oh, obviously, it's supposed to... I, I'm guessing it's supposed to be part of the multiverse thing that the MCU's doing. So, will that tie into Doctor Strange somehow? Because, remember, you've got, like, the multiverse trilogy, which is Division, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange. Like, how is that going to work? I just don't... I don't get it. I don't like how Sony's got their, like, hands on this, like, piece of the MCU almost and is trying to like hey we're here and you you can't do you can't do Spider-Man without us and you know I don't think Disney's kind of able to buy like the whole of Sony or whatever (laughs) um and you know if you're Sony you're not gonna like sell Spider-Man to them you're gonna keep like doing doing these deals but like how long is that gonna last and I don't know I don't know um yeah, it's it it's a it's it's kind of annoying. It's I don't I don't like what's happening with that. Um, cause I would just yeah I don't, I don't like it I don't like it at all. So we'll see. Maybe it'll end up better than what I think. But you've got this you've got this weird clash now where like the MCU, which is this great thing, is like trying to get or Sony's trying to connect their Venom verse, which is rubbish. To this like really successful MCU thing. And like it's not going to like take over the MCU storyline. But it does involve a character that I care about. Which is Spider-Man. Um, I did hear some people suggest that like what about if you cast a second Spider-Man. And you had that one going up against Tom's uh, uh, Venom. And you kept him in the Venomverse. And then you just kept... Um, Tom's Spider-Man in the MCU. You've still got the issue of 
I mean, I, I get how that potentially could work, because then, then it would keep this Venom stuff away from the MCU, which is kind of, you know, how I want that to work. Um, and it's, because, like, even, even sort of tonally, I don't get, like, if there was Tom versus Tom with Spider-Man and Venom, like, tonally, what would they say to each other when they fight? What, what would the writing be like for that scene? Who is going to write that? Is it going to, is that going to be more on the Sony team? of writers or more on the MCU team of writers is Kevin Feige involved with that like how does that work um I don't know I I I don't really know how that's supposed to work so yeah but I suppose because I yeah I just it it's it's a really awkward one because then even if you did do the whole like two spider-men and you had like one in the venom verse one in the MCU You've still got to keep doing... They, they've still got to keep doing deals with Sony... To keep licensing the character out... But then... If it... If it was a case... I mean Venom 1 and 2... These two films have both done fairly well at the box office... So... It's like that's not going to cause that to have any problems really... Because the first Venom made like... What was it? 800 million or something ridiculous... And the second one's made a bunch of money as well... Um... But I, I, I wonder, like, box office-wise, let's say you had two Spider-Men and you didn't have this Venom stuff crossing over with the MCU stuff. And then you had, like, hey, if if, you, if you're if you the audience that likes this Venom stuff, come, out, come over here for this Spider-Man versus Venom thing. If you don't and you want to stick to the MCU, here's Tom with the MCU and all the, all the other Marvel stuff. Um, but, yeah, obviously they're not doing that anyway because now they're attempting to cross them over anyway, so... I just don't know how that works going forward. So, anyway, I think I've made my uh, point with that. But um, I had a suspicion that's what that's what it was going to be because I kept seeing lots of people online saying like, "Oh my god, did you see the post credit scene?" And I'm like, "Did they do it? Did they do it?" And then they did it. They they put Tom's Spider Man in uh, in this thing. So, yeah. Anyway, that was Venom Let There Be Carnage. It was bad. Contention for worst comic book film. Um, if you think any comic book films are worse than this film, then let me know which ones. Uh, some of you are probably going to say Birds of Prey, but I disagree. If you want to think that that's the case, then you're perfectly entitled to your opinion, as am I. Uh, but, yeah, this is yeah like Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, or Spider-Man 3 levels of bad, and I really didn't like it. So... Yeah, but um, I'm going to ignore Morbius for now. I'm just going to forget that it's a thing. I'm going to focus on Hawkeye weekly. And then see what happens with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So, I don't know. There we go. Anyway. Um, yeah, anyway, if you saw that, obviously, for those of you that did see this film, obviously I'm already in the spoiler section. Let me know what you thought. Did you enjoy it more than me? Did you enjoy it less than me? Did you, did you hate this film more than I did? Um... Because I'm trying to think, in terms of, like, best and worst of this year, do I like this film more or less than Wonder Woman 84? And I think I disliked Wonder Woman 84 more than this film. Um, so, yeah, let me know anyway what you think. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page. And information in your show notes. You can also, if you're listening on the uh, website version of this episode, you can scroll down a bit. You'll get the email box there, and you can put in your email. 
and your message that will get sent to me as well so please consider doing that uh, you can also click on and or copy and paste the email name and you can contact us that way uh, for all of our other podcasts, TV, video games, films, Manchester United podcasts, we're doing like Walking Dead, I've done the Battlefield episode recently, um, doing Gaming Talk Weekly episodes, um, and some other stuff as well, Metroid Dread review recently as well, Eternals review that I did recently, so you can check all those things out over on entertainmenttalk.org, or you can find us on your favourite podcast platform by searching for Entertainment Talk. Um, so yeah. Uh, if you want to help support the podcast, you can either just listen to more episodes that we got. You can also tell other people that you know about the website and uh, where to find us on podcast platforms. You can also just use word of mouth, social media, um, tell other people know uh, what we do and where they can find it. Um, and you can spread the word around on social media as well. Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for all those things. Uh, for your TV and your film news. So if you'd like exciting news about Venom 3. <laughs> or any anything like that. Uh, for TV and film news. Uh, David's got you covered. Geektown.co.uk. Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio episodes come out on Tuesdays. So have a look for those as well. Um, so there's that. Uh, Bex is streaming pretty much daily over on Twitch. Trista Bytes. Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. For all of her very good streams. You can also follow me streaming on Twitch. Um, every Thursday, the Pairs Coach Mode thing on Thursdays, 11.45pm GMT on Thursdays, Twitch, uh, um, eTalk UK on Twitch for all of those. And if you've missed, excuse me, if you've missed the first two episodes of those, you can find them on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. And that's that. Thanks for listening. Venom was bad. Get it away from this MCU stuff. <laughs> I'll see you next time. <laughs> Goodbye.